Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Ryan Giggs, and you're listening to the Football Rumble. off the hook ladies and gentlemen it's the football ramble oh i'm marcus and james or jim is here all right pete's here yeah and luke's here all right it's lovely to have you the listener here as well now then boys uh if you were a premier league striker and you moved to a big club for a huge transfer fee who could you mean went ages without scoring and then you finally did score how would you celebrate james what I would do is um, I would kick the ball back into the net for every chance I'd missed. <laughs> start repeatedly just spank it back in. Just, <laughs> even if people were trying to drag me away and it was taking ages, then I'd probably like just eat the ball or something like that. So the defenders would be scared of me. Maybe run and out then I'd probably the, score again. Maybe run out the in-yard line and try the volleys that you missed as well. Yeah. <laughs> and the headers. So you basically get sent off as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd just lose it. Would you? Mm. I'd love to score a goal for a Premier League team. It'd be brilliant. Yeah. Imagine it. I don't know. I don't know what I'd do. You, I've, I've already gone ages without scoring yeah. for a Premier League team. <laughs> you, you'd quite happily, yeah, go ages for a Premier League team and score. Mm. Yeah. Pete, um, I'd probably jump into the crowd, standard, and uh, punch every second person because statistically, <laughs> uh, th- they would be the ones that had doubted me. <laughs> 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 and I, there'd be no I, I would no I, I would punch a child I would punch an old granny just one of every second but an person. old child which <laughs> <laughs> well, technically is a granny really I suppose yeah, I guess so yeah. Yeah. it's just like a regular yeah. night out for you then mate really. yeah pretty much yeah. <laughs> failed to score loads finally managed to score somehow <laughs> <laughs> punch oh, on oh, <laughs> unbelievable very naughty Luke what have you got for us uh, then this, sweetheart this is for once something I feel very well versed in and well okay. practiced I hardly ever score and when I do it's a surprise to me more than anyone else mm-hmm. I would probably wipe my brow yes and then maybe do a bit of a totty like put the, put the, the, the football up my, up my shirt and pretend to give birth to it like my career has been born <laughs> <He's> <laughs> <like that. laughs> yeah but do you know what you do I don't know yeah probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little mime at the end yeah what's wrong with that totty did it in a different context yeah, but, but just he, a bit much. he's won the golden boot before but I would make a really visual show of like wiping my brow to show that I had a bit of a sense of humour about the whole thing mm. yeah. which I think Torres should have done really because it, you know, it, it would have been fun so you're criticising Torres for not wiping his brow after scoring I've run out of things to criticise him for <laughs> <laughs> well there's enough rain kicking around and, yeah. and when he did score it sort of aided the slide which I thought quite liked what was with the pitch I mean that is absolutely outrageous yeah. but it was really really hot until about yeah. 30 seconds before the game <laughs> it was insane it, down. Uh. it was still sunny here like not how many miles away maybe five, five miles away yeah probably yeah maybe even six maybe mm. even six what would you do Marcus uh, I'd just walk off Retire to the next club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they walk off the pitch. For presumably a, 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 a markedly less transfer. 
<laughs> to prove to show everybody that, that money um, you know isn't everything yeah. um, <laughs> well, you've already done that by not scoring for ages Jim's got the points oh, yeah. oh, almost like it was preordained well done pal cheers man get in there <laughs> thanks I worked um, hard on these he was like visibly sort of pained by you hitting in there <laughs> <laughs> he will be yeah. not a sportsman now then <laughs> um, <laughs> in the Premier League uh, Chelsea did beat West Ham and Torres did score the what goal. if Torres never scores again after this match <laughs> we had some fun yeah. with that didn't we, we yeah. did. how we good did. was uh, Maluda's goal mm. yeah icing on the cake spanking icing on the cake it was a bit unfair on West Ham because they weren't too bad no they weren't too bad I thought Sears played well oh, they've got a, they've yeah. got a great running coming West Ham I think they've got Blackburn Sunderland and Perhaps Wigan, I think it might be. Mm. They've got um, three of the worst teams in the league there. They've, uh, Apart from them, yeah. Well, they, <laughs> this league, the worst. If, team they, if they get their, uh, if they get their mini revival back, you know, as they seem to have uh, about a month or so ago, they could be all right. I still think they'll stay up, even well, they, uh, even though they're bottom. And they've got football writers' player of the season amongst they them. They have. He didn't play, did he? Against Chelsea? No, he never played. Scott Parker, good mm. to see. Yeah, we happy with that. Yeah, no, it's, it's nice he's that he's been obliged. He's worked hard, and that's what you've got to do, kids. You, you, you sort of half think that if it wasn't for Parker, they'd already be dead and buried. Yeah. I mean, whilst Hitzelsberg has been okay when he's played, mm. otherwise they've been poor. I mean, mm. you know, if, if all the players they had were all hitting their potential, I don't think they'd be in that position, but I think they're a bit rudderless. I don't think Grant yeah. offers them the leadership they need. They're just blunt a lot of the time, aren't they? Yeah, so that's and, the and, and the whole thing about that Parker thing at half time, where he really apparently galvanised the troops yeah, and Carl yeah. was really moving, mm. which is, it was all well and good, but it makes me just think, well. Just do that as a start to of the game. do that. Why, Grant Why is he should be doing, doing that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or maybe do it every week. Yeah. Um, oh, James. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Same time every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. Um, well, at least they didn't give away a lead this time. No, it's true. Arsenal. Yeah. But course. they did play quite well. They played was well enough to win. Yeah, but like, almost sarcastically, from where I'm sitting, just like, <laughs> oh, look, we could be really good, you pricks. You pay so much to come and watch us. Ah! <laughs> it's just it's infuriating and, oh. but I mean it's again I, I wrote about this in my blog this week um, footballround.com go and check it out yeah go on um, but it is just um, it's just like they, you know they're just expecting someone else to score the whole time and it's yeah. just, it, Wenger talks a lot about mental strength and that's clearly what they yeah, don't have it's cl- clearly they lack yeah I, I, if I start supporting Spurs maybe things will pick up but no, maybe I'm not you're prepared the one to do that, that. To the goals. <laughs> yeah. you, uh, I would I'm doubt not, that I'm not sure that's the best solution, Marcus. All that Sorry, you really I, thought that. I through. forget myself sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I think Jim's right, and, and uh, something that Ferguson impresses on these players as, as a matter of absolute importance is mental strength and mm. concentration. Man United are at their best when they're up against it. Absolutely, and yeah. and Arsenal are just the complete opposite of that. And it's uh, it, it's just this incredible hangover. Like, I mean, it all started at the Carling Cup final, obviously, but they just cannot raise themselves. They'll probably be great in the, like the last couple of games no, when the they're like, absolutely yeah. dead rubbers. Like, no, it's, it's as soon as they're mathematically Im- cannot win the league, yeah. they'll be fine. Mm. Look, it'd give them a little hope, for, a little bit of hope for the next season. What they need is like just three stifling players just to come on and just see the game up. Game yeah, up. Just really that, yeah. bad players to yeah. keep on fouling, giving away <laughs> yellow cards, giving away a penalty in the hundred and second minute. <laughs> yeah, people like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, poor old Arsenal, James. Uh, mm. Why well, now? Did you see Wolves versus Fulham? Yes, I saw. Well, they're still on the radio. Actual fact, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. One all. Andy Johnson scoring. Um, nice to see Obviously he was out for ages Blah 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 he only, came, he only came on About 20 seconds before that Didn't he He did yeah I think he's scored About two or three this season He's mm. been out for, for a while Mark Hughes was a lovely one On the touchline Mark Hughes had a few goes At kicking a bottle Do you know what I kept thinking to myself When I saw that On match of the day I was thinking God great technique 
<laughs> I love his form. He's I love the, the way he kicks the ball it still. Was, it was because it was on the floor. He what he should have done was got one of the other coaching staff to throw it up to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. he'd have volleyed it. Out the I mean, he it. Wait, wait, pick a spot. Tell me where you want it. <laughs> I like to. Th- I like to think that someone handed in the bottle. He dropped it. He took that as the bottle, not having shook his hand, and just decided to go for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. uh, now get get on this, chaps. Get on this. Only Manchester United, Chelsea, and Manchester City have conceded less goals than Fulham in the league. Wow, it's excellent. But only Birmingham and Wigan have scored less. Yeah, they don't score many. Their away form's also abysmal. Yeah. Mm. If you want to see goals, don't go and see Fulham play. No, no, we knew that already. Yeah. If you want, you're like, the one who goes to watch him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, when the when the price is right, um, uh, yeah, it never I, is. It, it, it was a thirty-five quid to go watch Newcastle. It was, Good Lord. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, very true. I, t- I saw them against Everton for a tenner once. Yeah, season ago. Still worth it or not? Still, oh, yeah. still overpriced. Uh, that was three goals in that game. Oh, fair enough. Two of them were Fulham's. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Fulham should be okay, shouldn't they? Yes. Yeah, Fulham will be fine. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's, it's three from that bottom five of Blackburn, uh, Blackpool, Wigan, Wolves, and West Ham, in my opinion. I think Blackpool just doomed. It's just awful. I'd like to see Blackburn go down just because they've been playing some awful football all season and then their manager gets fired and then now they're just not even, really p- even producing the results. So it's kind no, of well. Exactly, yeah. The Venkies now, deserve it. They were grinding out results, now they're grinding out defeats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's yeah. always like, what are you they're doing awful, that for? Yeah. But they've got to go away to Wolves and West Ham and they've got mm. to play Manchester United. So it doesn't look great no, for them at all. No. And then, of course, they lost to Manchester City this week. Absolutely. Yeah. It's interesting, I didn't realise this, but uh, it was. Uh, Edin Dzeko's first goal wasn't it first Premier League goal that's abysmal yeah he's he's basically got out of getting hassled because of Torres Torres, yeah yeah. absolutely right Torres has taken the limelight from him and never as such a big signing got away with so much in the Premier League he's not even been playing games yeah. Because he's been poor, you know. But I think he is a good player, and I think he'll settle in time. But um, he didn't even get his uh, chance to have his moment because Balotelli tripped him over after the game. Well, it's funny you mention Balotelli. He's uh, he's been up to his old tricks. Uh, he won twenty five grand at a casino. Do you hear this reason? Mm. Right. Um, now I say old tricks. Actually, that's harsh because he won twenty five grand at a casino. He came outside. There was a tramp there. He gave the tramp a grand. I think it's a nice talent. That is the equivalent of, of me winning like a few hundred quid. That's how much money he earns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, well, not well, even. Not well, even. they do say look after the thousands and the millions and look <laughs> after <laughs> themselves. Do you think, that's, oh, do you, think yeah. you should have given the tramp all 25 grand? <laughs> that, well, to be fair, if you're, are you like the king of tramps if you get a hang outside the casino? Yeah, I imagine there are some sort of um, really low energy fights for position. <laughs> I really hope the tramp didn't just go in the casino and, yeah. and blow it. Red <laughs> temptation. Yeah. I'll have a grand on red seventeen, my good man. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Um, yeah, he did. They apparently, um, uh, allegedly, police uh, pulled him over to ask. Uh, why he had uh, lots and lots allegedly of money. is an area just outside Manchester. Why he had twenty four grand in cash on his front seat and he just turned around and went because I can. <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be true, one. doesn't it? A man like that, I bet he, did, he didn't even change it out of the chips. Yeah. He just can't be asked. Yeah. It, and he just uses it to like I'm prop up his, his seats in the front. I'm going to throw these room. chips at you, team players. Mind <laughs> <laughs> you, though, the, the twenty-four grand will will easily cover the ten grand in parking fines that he's racked up. Mm. That's one side of professional football uh, playing that I do not respect. I think that's genuinely disrespectful Crap, to the human beings. What, contributing to, be to the public purse? I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> the no, well, well, technically, I guess, but it's that kind of like, ha, this is like a mere trifle to me. Yeah, mm. I just park where I like. That was mm. Thierry Henry impression, didn't mm. <laughs> Yeah, he parked with double yellow. One, one of the things I don't like about the, the sort of tabloid angle to the stories about Bellatelli is that they always reference how he's not been very good. 
when it's clearly he has been good. Yeah, he has been He's good. been injured, he had quite a serious injury in his knee. He's and he's twenty one, is he? Yeah, he's twenty or maybe twenty, I think, and he's got ten goals and eighteen games. He's won three Serie A titles and a Champions League. Yeah. He's not yeah. too shabby. No, we're not talking about a massive flop here. He's only been here a season. Yeah, but his car has been impounded twenty seven times. It's not even him that has to sort it out. That's a brilliant thing. It's imagine being the sort of the player liaison officer at City. It must be an absolute nightmare. Do you know who his minder is? Roberto Mancini's son. <laughs> Andrea Mancini is his mind he, He's also part of the City Academy And he's been told He's got to look after him Oh Jesus. dad's not going to like that yeah. I will set fire to whatever I want <laughs> <laughs> Including you <laughs> <laughs> Imagine him Dad I'll just rather concentrate On my own game To be honest <laughs> No you're doing that <laughs> <laughs> been, That's harder than having a real job Isn't it yeah, this is, Don't forget Even Mourinho said he was unmanageable Didn't he Yeah <sighs> He's crazy He's so mm. crazy I love him I, I say he can park his car down Balotelli Boulevard anytime he wants. Balotelli Boulevard, there it is. He said it. Well, what about Darren Gibson Drive? Does that work? No, not really. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, Darren Gibson da- Gables. Sort of. Darren Ga- he's been bullied off Twitter. I is what really, I'm trying to I say. I feel really sorry for him. It's very harsh. Is it? Can it be May United fan style of those things? I mean, or just people posing as May United fans? Yeah, probably. Because I mean, uh, there's loads of players on Twitter that don't, don't get anywhere near that grief. On the other hand, man up. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah I mean, it, it should really be water off a duck's back, really. I mean, if I got upset every time, like somebody criticised me on, on iTunes reviews, for example, right? You know, I mean, I, people like Tottenham eighty-two, William Brown, Hermano One, Warwick Hunt, <laughs> Christine Donaldson. I mean, Christine what sort of <laughs> what sort of person would I be if I yeah. if, if I let that very, get to me? Be a, be a very petty man. I would be a very only, petty but man. It would only work that language if you actually then removed yourself from iTunes. Yeah. I'm, I'm off, guys. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, have, you, have you been getting bullied, Pete? Uh, no. I'm unbullyable. I've told Christine before. <laughs> I'll tell her again. <laughs> She's a shit. <laughs> Point him out to me. <laughs> right. But Gibson, it's, it's unfair on Gibson because it's unfair. one of the things they said was uh, the biggest compliment I can give you is that you're better than Michael Carrick. I'd be very happy if someone said that. <laughs> yeah, that's to me. a bit weird, isn't it? If someone said you're a lot worse than him, I think I'd take that. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. Well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd have to take it. Yeah, I've, I've definitely had worse than that on Twitter, and I'm still mm. on it. So man up, Gibson. Yeah, <laughs> and just play better. <laughs> Don't use that. Well, get, you're get one of them. It's not going to happen, is it? If get he plays better, get the, the, some of the some of the uh, insults. Things are, it's not nice to see because it's just a little bit sort of you know lowest common denominator. He, said, mm. he says, uh, but but um, <laughs> the thing is, is that I don't. I like the way that they that some of the some of the insults are really specific. Mm. Yeah. Like I saw United put twenty one passes together the other day, and you hoofed it into the stand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really specific, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes players saw. miss shots. That's true. <laughs> Not that bad. Indeed, they do. Now let's go down to the championship. There are people trying to come up out of the championship, mm-hmm. but but no one has of yet. Yeah. Uh, the QPR fans they thought that um, that their team were up, <laughs> but uh, Norwich uh, got a last minute winner, and thus uh, QPR haven't. They jumped the gun. They've I jumped did. the gun. Now I was actually up uh, around that part of town, right, that, okay. and I, I, heard, I could hear a bit of cheering, and I thought, oh blimey! And I went back and checked. I thought, no, no, Hull scored a they sort are, of latish goal. They are pretty much up. Pretty much. If yeah. they had won. They'd have gone through, and they had chance. They'd have gone up, and they had chances to go up as well. Yeah, uh, they had chance to win the game. Sorry, but it, it reminded me that I love a pitch invasion. But the reason yeah. I love a pitch invasion is because when everyone gets on the pitch, they're all a bit right. Don't know what I do now. What do now? now what? We're yeah. not supposed to be here, are we? There's nowhere to go. <laughs> but and and QPR haven't they got like a big sort of the Alejandro fouling yeah. player? The, yeah, the well, sort of well, the, they, they, they may yeah. very well lose points. Yeah, yeah. imagine yeah. if they got thrown 
out of the uh, automatic uh, promotion places and slap bang into the pro- into the uh, playoffs. playoffs. Uh, what's the what's the point of the auction mooted to be? It's gonna. I, I don't. I, haven't, I, don't well, it, I, I think. I think it'll just be a fine like the West, West, like the West Ham. It's exactly the same yeah. situation as the West Ham one, pretty mm. much. Um, but they made a decision on that in a fortnight's time. But one of the things it's worth. Sheffield United kicking off. Uh, yeah, let's get <laughs> they're, the they're instigating it. Um, no, uh, Sheffield's not as good as down there, I think. Yeah, they are. Um, but much. one thing is, Bloody we should, QPR. We should say is that if Warnock gets QPR promoted, that'll be his seventh promotion as a manager, mm, which is incredible. amazing. That is good. It's great effort, isn't it's it? It's Dave Bassett esque. Yeah, and it would be more, but you can't get promoted from the Premier League. <laughs> well, he's got to win it first. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it looks as though it's going to be a, a straight fight, pretty much between Norwich and Cardiff for second place. But Forest won; they're back in the playoffs, Pete. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't know. Is that sort of charge that we were talking about last week? I oh guess. yeah, is that it? Is that the start? <laughs> I think so. Did you see uh, David James's nice new ponytail? Oh no, I didn't hear about this. slammed a free kick against him. Uh, I noticed yeah. he got like a tight sort of Michael Jackson man in the mirror era. Uh, yeah. David James, you're forty years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have a look at yourself. Isn't he 41 now? Oh, pro- what, even worse? Oh, <laughs> how, principle how, how time can add numbers yeah. and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> and lines. Yeah. Um, Preston North End have been relegated. Mm-hmm. Mm. Couldn't happen to a nicer bloke. Oh, <laughs> Phil Brown. <laughs> Phil Brown, <laughs> Phil Brown's, you heard it here first, Phil Brown's leaving Preston North End. Do you Is know it? how I know? Because on the radio today he said, I'm here for the long haul. <laughs> he's definitely he's going out, he's yeah. out. Uh, as opposed to the long hull um, <laughs> I don't know but, uh, League 1 Swindon, Swindon Town uh, have been relegated as well yeah, we had a weekend of a lot of relegations and not, not, no, that's, uh, that's no the, going up that's the business end that's of the a show. well no actually Bury were promoted they beat uh, Chesterfield oh, yeah. speaking yeah. of pitch invasions um, there was one there a Chesterfield fan ran onto the pitch during the celebrations and punched the, the Bury goalkeeper mm. uh, Cameron Belford oh. Be- beautiful picture of it yeah, yeah, yeah like right as the fist connects to uh, the keep, chops the keeper looks completely unfazed yeah no it's like the player look uh, the, the player the uh, the supporter the slash hooligan, hooligan uh, looked like Darren Anderton for me yeah. yeah he did a little and he's not denied it did he break his finger otherwise <laughs> 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 it's not uh, Darren Anderton well, it, it does just kind of the photo makes it look like he's just sort of pushing his face with his yeah. fist and then the, the keeper's expression seems to just go oh, that's a shame it's a quick, <laughs> it's a quick exposure rate the uh, caretaker manager at Berry, um, he's I think he's won six games in a row to get him promoted. Well, Robbie Fowler's been involved. Oh, has he? Well, he's clearly the, the key, isn't he? <laughs> no, no, he's not the caretaker manager, but he's been in uh, he's been in the dugout of late. Is he looking to buy the place? Um, <laughs> yeah, he probably is. Um, uh, yeah. out to his family. Exactly. Uh, also in League Two, Stockport are pretty much all but relegated. So yeah, Out of the, the Football League I can remember them being in the what is now the Championship playing league games against Portsmouth yeah. mm. quarterfinals of League Cups so yeah of, absolutely all, yeah. all sorts of things uh, in the SPL the big one Rangers 0 Celtic 0 nothing nothing result in the old mm. firm an unlikable Derby. match I think, yeah. right. <laughs> it's not just crap I just wish they'd play each other more yeah. <laughs> um, uh, McGregor saved the penalty McGregor is an absolutely brilliant goalkeeper yeah. there was a big discussion on the forum the football ramble forum at the yeah. football ramble.com, uh, that uh, McGregor was the best goalkeeper in the British Isles at the moment I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree with that he's a brilliant no. keeper he's up there with he's heart good. in my opinion yeah. Um, well, Celtic look as though. Sorry, you're dismissing sorry. Jens quite. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, I meant British goalkeepers, yeah. not, right, okay. not, not uh, currently applying their trade in the British <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. absolutely, James. Um, Celtic look as though they probably win the league now. I mean, they're, they're a point behind Rangers, but with a game in hand. But they do still have to go away to the magnificent Gorgi boys of Hearts of Midlothian. So, I mean, I'd, look, I, I said the Hearts could win the league. They, they can influence. They're 18 points off it, are they? That's <laughs> <laughs> like, a dramatic change. Yeah, but they can still influence the league title. Are and you still and I think that's for just. A, for a, uh, a West Ham esque uh, points deduction for Rangers and Celtic. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's all like, next season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's always next year. Or, yeah. maybe, or maybe the, the year after. Boys. <laughs> from? Um, oh, now then, we go from Scotland to Spain, as we, as we tend to do. The Copa del Rey final, obviously, it was last week. But, but good Real name Madrid, for a cup. Yeah, the King's Cup. King's Cup. Yeah, Real Madrid won it, boys. Barcelona they did. have been beaten. They did. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was deserved, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, I thought Mourinho got his tactics spot on. Actually, they, and, uh, they stifled them very well, which is a very, very, very tough thing. Barcelona to could have won it. There was a goal disallowed by Pedro. Yeah, very harshly. Yeah, I which could, I know they could have stood. Well, um, well, so, so, so take it off them. What did they? For me, <laughs> yeah. for me well, they destroyed it themselves. So. <laughs> yeah, it was it was hard to do Real Madrid breaking out the box so quickly. Yeah, mm. so quick on the break, yeah. and um, and Ronaldo's neck muscles. Oh, yeah. what, a, what a neck It's a horse's it? neck He's one, it? <laughs> it was, it was Solez-esque That hang in the he's air He's one of those header. people Whose necks And you see it a lot From rugby players But his neck's as wide As his head Yeah So he's got some real Real giraffe-esque muscles Like an, an, an American Trooper Soldier but, man As we know though Sergio Ramos Dropped the cup Out of the team bus Which yeah. then ran it over to yeah. It's like they're just Going out of their way To be as evil as possible <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like I said before Sergio Ramos Commits red card offences Off the pitch as well yeah. <laughs> Go on this one Rather Champions League Yeah See you later <laughs> uh, I watched that on the On the Barcelona boat Alright oh, Which is, which is uh, it's, it's moored on the Thames In London I was quite disappointed it was more. I thought, here we go, next stop, New Camp. Yeah. Um, uh, it was, uh, yeah, it's in central London. Good with geography, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, A-level. Um, uh, <laughs> well, hang on, you, before, the, before the show you were talking about the fact that you did A-level PE. A-level PE No, sports geography. studies, sports studies. Sports studies. Very <laughs> difficult, it's very difficult. What did you get in geography? Unbelievable. I think I got a C. C for clever. Um, uh, I, <laughs> I did English, Lit and History, because they're proper subjects. How many? Two. And computing. <laughs> Well, um, one eye on the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll talk about that later on, Pete, when the show really <laughs> hots up. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was on the base like a Barcelona supporters club. It's uh, it was it was good. Was it was it a good atmosphere? It was really odd because they they played uh, at the start of the game. They they boomed out the Barcelona kind of national the anthem. Hymn, sort of yeah. Hymn, yeah, the hymn, yeah, the hymn, yeah. if you like. Yeah. And that was before the game as the, as the players were, as the camera was going along the players. And it took me a while to realise that actually that's just the, the sounds, uh, the speaker system in the boat doing that and it's yeah. not on the telly. Because I was yeah. thinking, that, Real Madrid must have been a bit annoyed about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did it all then, kick off when they lost? Not really, actually. They were quite um, gracious in defeat. But um, when, it, it was in the second period of extra time and they were 1-0 down and chasing the game. And somebody just boomed out the anthem, the, the, the Barcelona hymn again on the, on the Loud speakers and everyone just started singing along. I was like, "Guys, you're chasing the game, and you're all just jumping <laughs> yeah. around." So, what was what was the atmosphere like after the game? Were they, were they deflated? Were they a little bit? But it was it was okay. I think they just you're on a boat. It Nobody Thames, jumped it off the ship. It was a lovely warm evening. <laughs> Nobody it, jumped off the ship. No, no, drowned. No, no but, it, but you're right there. The t- someone would fish you out. It's fine. You know. like a challenge <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah get over there if, if you get a chance <laughs> quite simply uh, is, it, is it like a rival Real Madrid boat on the other side oh now you're talking that would be great, <laughs> be great. Yeah. It, it does give Madrid a huge psychological advantage going into the Champions League games mm. well, I think Real Madrid just need for the for the Champions League games they, they obviously play um, at home first mm. they need to keep 11 players on the pitch yeah, yeah they, they are they, struggling they, with that and, and, because if they go to the new Camp and they've got one of their best players suspended like Di Maria or something yeah. who it was last time they're in real trouble yeah. you know, so they've really got to keep their discipline and that, but now as we alluded to last week now they seem they can hurt them mm. they rested a lot of players against Valencia and Higuain's uh, go. got a hat-trick and, and, and uh, Kakao t- scored a brilliant goal mm. in the second half good to see him back it is it's great I'd love to see him back at his best I really would yeah. well it, it looks like he's getting there he paraded his kid around before the game didn't he his second child uh, so, here we go 
Here it is. Does he have a little T-shirt <laughs> on that said, "I belong to Kaka"? It works. <laughs> it works. Literally. Down there, it works. Yes, yeah. It works. So, Kakino, yeah. maybe. Little um, shit that would translate. <laughs> that. I don't know that places. Well, yeah, in some yeah. places. Yeah, you're right. Um, oh, have you heard the reports that Mourinho might um, go after John Terry and get the uh, Carvalho Terry partnership? Yeah. Well, sign him. We'll just go after him. <laughs> yeah. Coming for you, Terry. Get away from my wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's surely not that stupid. What no, do you he, he wouldn't do that. What, John Terry? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'd love to see Terry in Spain just because we would be seen less often. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> would you though? It would be really sort of. We'd only hear about Real games and. Uh, well, well to be true. fair, it wouldn't do that. Yeah. I know it'd what you like, mean. I know yeah, what you mean. Beckham went there, but on a slightly smaller scale. Yeah. Because yeah. Beckham was not a twat. <laughs> what about, well, in Serie A, there's, um, there's talk from Nigel Real Coca's uh, agents that Nigel Real Coca might be on his way to Napoli. Interesting. Probably won't happen though. No, I can't see why they would need Nigel <laughs> Rio <laughs> Coca. <laughs> <laughs> They've had a very good That's an early bid for strangest transfer rumour of the summer, isn't it? <laughs> I, yeah, setting this all out. I can't see why a football club would need Nigel Rio Coca. <laughs> <laughs> what, not, not a top three Italian side, no. Not mm. a football club. Okay, okay. <laughs> ask not what Nigel Rio Coca can oh, do. Sorry, this, is, <laughs> this is Napoli rugby club. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but by maybe even stranger. With a caveat, Portsmouth will definitely take him. <laughs> <laughs> the Nuge scored. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Really? They're not in. They're not in Italy. No, <laughs> and they never will be because the Anglo-Italian <laughs> Cup is no more. It's yeah. a shame. Um, yeah, Napoli dropped more points. Uh, the title race is pretty much over. Really, Milan look as though they've, they've got it. They won away um, to Brescia. Now, last week we mentioned Sampdoria. They they were bottom. Uh, not they weren't bottom. They were struggling down the bottom. Well, they still are, but they beat Bari. Uh, Bari are relegated now. Bari are terrible. But uh, Sampdoria have been. Uh, they have moved out of the relegation zone. For the moment Good A likeable mm. club Sampdoria Yeah they are I like their really weird Since they lost their, their strikers I like their weird badge It's like a man sort of smoking Odd it? silhouette of a Is it a sailor, sailor smoking yeah. a sailor it's a, there's a couple of weird Italian badges. Is it Roma yeah. that's got uh, Romulus and Remus? That's right. Yes. Yeah, the fountains of Rome. Yeah, with the, with, yeah. The, with the fox. Is it yeah. the fox? It's a wolf. Isn't a it? wolf. Same thing. Because yeah. they are the wolves, aren't they? Isn't that the, yeah. the wolf, as in like hungry, like the. Yeah. Stop trying to bring the in that band again. <laughs> always bring it around. It's been a while. Done it, haven't I? Now. It's been a while. <laughs> I, don't, I, yes, I, I might as well stop. I wouldn't mind <laughs> if every time you didn't do it, you didn't tick something off on your list. That's Duran Duran in there again. Remember, we actually did a whole show based around Duran Duran with their music and everything. We caught, we yeah. named it after one of their songs. We did the whole sh- podcast wasn't based around them. Wow, we did, it was wild we were, boys. I remember I think playing out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, wild boars. It was wild boars. That's right. Yeah, hey, yeah. ramble history for you, there, ladies days. and gentlemen. Now, I, I need to talk to you about a man called Salvatore Larusso. Are you familiar with him? Is he Daniel Larusso from Karate Kid? No, it's slightly different spelling. <laughs> Is he Daniel Larusso? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad none of you have, have heard of him because if you had, I would have asked <coughs> further questions. Um, he's uh, a captured mafia boss. Okay. Now, <laughs> you imagine him in a net. <laughs> Forget about it. I'm yeah. in a net. <laughs> now we must tread carefully here. Uh, but he's uh, he's in. I think we're pretty safe. <laughs> well, this came out to like the uh, the other week. Um, he's been in the courts, and for some reason, they were. He he told the court that Diego Maradona's 1986 <laughs> World Cup golden ball. Jimbo's already started. Well, it's Ballon d'Or, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, no, the World Cup golden ball for best player. Oh, sorry, tournament. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was stolen by a mafia clan, melted down, and turned into gold bars. Uh, he, he tried to help him recover. He tried to help Maradona recover this. Uh, he said, I did. Uh, it, it, so, but in response to what he did for Maradona, he said, I did give him back four watches that were stolen, but one of them wasn't his, so he gave it back to me. What? <laughs> what? How many gold bars would it make? 
I don't know. Just it's an one, presumably, question. at yeah. the very most. Well, so the golden ball for a best player of the World Cup is an actual solid golden ball. <laughs> <laughs> I think the World Cup seems Cup's excessive. Gold, that is grotesque. Oh, yeah, that's fair enough. It's a trophy that you give away. And it's a great yeah, tax it moves around, yeah. yeah, FIFA. FIFA. <laughs> Actually, he, he could have saved himself on his tax there if he'd kept that and melted it down. <laughs> yeah. He owes the Italian government about thirty-three million euros, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. so. I think it's more. Isn't it? it's, a, it's a hell of a lot. Maybe that was, yeah, maybe the Mafia th- oh, we'll give it to the government for you. Then you That's one for Diego Corner. I'll, I'll talk to Diego next time I see him. <laughs> yeah, right. telling off. Yeah. He's been very quiet of late, I have to say. No, he hasn't. We've just not been talking about <laughs> it. <Yeah. laughs> now then, to the Bundesliga. Borussia Dortmund lost away to Mochen um, Gladbach, mm. who, who are now uh, moved off the bottom to 17th. This means St. Pauli are at the foot of the table. No! Now it's time for an apology. <laughs> <laughs> you some music in there? Yeah. <laughs> I'll sort of hum a, like, a, like a death march. Yeah. yeah. No, like, obviously last week we talked about St. Pauli. They were 2-0 up against Schalke and then they, they got the result taken away. It wasn't, of course, it was Schalke were 2-0 up with, uh, with a few minutes left and they were given the 2-0 win. But... Still a stupid decision. Um, well, arguably, but I think... In my head, you know that mouth. I was I was so convinced that St. Pauli would have still won Turned three around, two. Yeah. Yeah. So so the, the you know the, the sentiment um, still remains. I'm not that bothered about it because it's not even in my top ten errors. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I've done those worse than that. No idea. But anyway, uh, at the top of the table, Leverkusen have pegged uh, Dortmund back to five points again. But there's only two games left, aren't there? Well, there's, yeah, there's two or three games left, so you'd, you'd still fancy Dortmund to take the title for the first time since 2002. But St. Pauli are bottom of the table, people. Mm. You know, enjoy it, it while it lasts. Exactly. Enjoy it no, while you can. That's right. Now then, we'll, we'll still oh, we'll still be reading about them. We'll, yeah, we'll, but the thing is, though, Jim, when they get relegated down to the second division, they're, they're not, the expenses are going to be sacked off. I mean, no sausage train. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be no strippers. There'll be none of that stuff. Maybe, maybe they'll just sell loads of players and keep all that stuff. <laughs> Priority. what the people want. Exactly. Yeah. And it's hard to find information about Borussia, uh, Borussia, about the German second division on the internet as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, elsewhere in Europe. Uh, in Holland, uh, there was a couple of big stories from the land of Nether. Uh, Feyenoord, uh, who were in tenth. Yeah, no, they, really they beat PSV three yeah. one. Now, of course, PSV beat Feyenoord ten nil. Was it? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, <laughs> so it was uh, not really revenge, but still, it's something. Um, it's an improvement. It's but they've, al- they've also dented uh, PSV's title challenge. Which they'll be pleased about. And the other big story uh, from Holland was uh, Den Haag goalkeeper Gino Coutinho, who's put on trial after being charged for owning um, a cannabis farm. <laughs> it's a Holland. Farm. Come on, it's Holland. Every goalkeeper should have one. <laughs> but, uh, but a whole farm? It's excessive. Excessive, isn't it? Yeah, very excessive. But right? not, it, it, I presumably he's uh, sort of drug tested quite a lot. Well, so if he. If he lives on a like a, a, a drug farm, yeah. it's quite difficult no. to get past these. Tests. I reckon that's why he got caught. No, I've not been taking it. I just live on a cannabis farm. <laughs> oh shit! Never, never uh, use your own supply, Pete. You never get high on your own supply. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, I couldn't quite remember. Marcus's right. street phrases. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down with the kids. That's what he said last night. Watch me get them with this one. What? I was in last night. <laughs> Watching the wire, it seems. <laughs> uh, Indeed. Right then. Oh, it's time to go to our favourite new place, Romania. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen. And Gigi Bacali's been at it again. He's come up with the good. Now, this time. Have you got like a direct line to Bacali? Yeah, I should get one, shouldn't yeah. I? Um, we disagree on a lot of things, though. Um, <laughs> but the basics are there. If you're prepared to accept some decent insults, you can probably be a good He's been apologising to those. He offended. He actually held a press conference for this. 
<laughs> to apologize. Now, uh, not as though he's full of his own seven port. I've got to apologise for some people. Come on. Now, work out in your own head whether you think these are apologies or not. Uh, the first one was to rapid Bucharest owner George Kopos. Uh, uh, they've had a little bit of. Uh, Back and forth this bit season. Bit of a ding-dong. A bit yeah. of a ding-dong. He said, I'm sorry for what I called him. Um, he never answers back. I don't judge him. Yes, he's cheap. But let God judge everyone. <laughs> I don't have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> he then uh, addressed the gay community because he's been extremely offensive to them. He said, I apologise to them. It's their problem, their disease, not mine. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> Jesus <God>. Christ. <laughs> Again, work out for yourself if you think that's an apology or not. He then apologised to the Stoyerbook arrest, his own fans, the club he is um, owner of, the the fans. Uh, He said, I'm sorry for offending them. Well, apart from the ones who called me to die just before Easter, they are possessed by Satan. Um, (laughs) He's big on Satan, isn't he? He's He's huge on Satan. So so after, he kind of summed it all up and said, uh, this was To summarise, fuck the gays. (laughs) 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 He he summarised and said, that feels better, I feel reborn, and it'll make Satan crazy. Uh, He hates it when a soul gets cleaner, but uh, I I didn't do this just for me. I'm an inspiration to millions. (laughs) (laughs) He's even annoying the devil, it would appear. You get the feeling that nothing thing is lost in translation there now. Yeah. <laughs> and even if it is Pete. <laughs> uh, but there, there's, there's another uh, owner of a, a Romanian football club um, his name is uh, Ioan Nicolai and he owns Astra Poliesti and the club's new stadium will have its own marina <laughs> the, the reason for this or, or well Mr Nicolai commented on this he said supporters will be able to come to the games in their yachts <laughs> he's targeting he's targeting the rich he's yes, a good idea is. it's Monaco-esque doesn't you know? make sense <laughs> In Romania? <laughs> I don't mean to sound hard. I mean, in England, there's not that many either. No. It depends where it is. Yeah. If it's in the middle of the country and there's no river <laughs> system, it's, yeah. it's a silly idea, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. which, I don't which, know. Which I can't sort of that out. English clubs could have a marina? Portsmouth. Could, could it? Are they right in the banks? Portsmouth, yeah, right. On the, and there's, there's a big marina just down the road, Portsmouth Island, yeah. Could, uh, could Newcastle? Liverpool, maybe. No, it's kind of on a hill, isn't it? Fulham could, right mm. next to the Thames. Yeah. Fulham could. What about Liverpool? Mersey? Mersey? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It's, it's not going to take off. No. Hartlepool United are quite close to the marina. The Hartlepool Marina. So yeah. just extend Ooh. the Hartlepool Marina. The vacant uh, <laughs> hellhole that is <laughs> Hartlepool <laughs> Marina. Yeah. Uh, do you think it's time for emails? Yeah. Probably. Rob Page in Surrey Thank you very much for that You mental (laughs) (laughs) It was like the Hacienda all over again (laughs) (laughs) But with emails (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Go on Jimbo I've got one Rambleforth While doing revision on the Vatican for my philosophy course I came across the incredible revelation That Vatican City not only hosts an international football tournament But has an international football team We spoke about this before haven't we I've got a Mm. team I think The Clericus Cup is held every year And made up of 16 teams from Catholic priest colleges all over the world including a team made up of Italian Swiss guards in March 2008 a priest from Burkina Faso was sent off for throwing his shirt at a referee which led to (laughs) violence and fighting in the crowd (laughs) leading to a plea from the Vatican officials to reform the league's disgusting (laughs) behaviour they clearly haven't seen competitive football since the 1880s the national team is not a member of FIFA and has only played one full international against Monaco in November 2002 ending in 0-0 and since then they've played teams from Italy San Marino and Switzerland Um, Monaco not a country so you know (laughs) 
still <laughs> clean sheet though yeah, yeah. Well, I, mean, I suppose it sort of is isn't it but it doesn't yeah. did the really Vatican then promise to deal with all the trouble they had and then just turn a blind eye to it <laughs> <laughs> uh, almost certainly yes um, the team is made up of the Swiss Guard who are the only individuals able to gain nationality from the sovereign state and uh, because they can't be pulled away for long periods of time the team rarely play although world competition may be on the horizon amazingly Republic of Ireland manager Giovanni Trapattoni has stated that he's been approached by the country to coach them and that in the future he would like to end his career there no, there's he hope won't. yet cheers that's uh, Callum Farrell from Cardiff that's something about the Ramble team don't play that often Nomadic yeah Nomadic a yeah. not a country yeah. <laughs> Trapattoni's not going to take over there no It'd be nice to see them like battling it against like the Templar Knights and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like sexy names. So maybe, get, maybe against the Goths. Yeah, the Whitby Goths. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or if they just went around playing principalities like Leon yeah. and sort of yeah. different places around the world. Protestants, Capulets, and all that. <laughs> Greenland, that's a principality of Denmark. Yeah. I, think, I think that's changed now, isn't it? All oh, right. Well, I can still play Greenland if they yeah. want. Greenland's stupid. I don't believe it's there. <laughs> Have I got an email? I d- you have. I've got something that resembles an email, but I'm not sure whether to read it out or not. Do you want to read it out? Yeah, Let's yeah, just yeah, take on, a punt. Go on. This is from Mr. Goulding, friend of the Ramble, Tom Goulding. Tom Goulding, oh, yeah. yes. Long time listener. Dear Rambloids, Claudio Reyna, Orlando Bloom, and John McEnroe on a field playing football. What? That's what friend of the Ramble, Tom Goulding, was watching on Saturday afternoon as the New York Festival of Soccer took place uh, on the pier of uh, Lower West Side Manhattan, funded by the New York Cosmos. The New York Cosmos? Did Tom Goulding just refer to himself in the third person? I think, I believe he did. We should boo him. Hang on a minute, he's reporting from, from live. From the field. I've nearly said live from the New York Cosmos. I thought he said from Karl Lagerfeld. Confusing. The day culminated in a remarkable celebrity match in the evening to raise funds for the charity foundations to help poor kids across America play and be coached the beautiful game Orlando Bloom wasn't particularly a fan of the soccer given he was more of a rugby player when he was younger not Mm. sure why he was here then Uh, (laughs) but McEnroe uh, showed some incredible techers to open the scoring in the celebrity match uh, with a diving far post header it generated whoops from the crowd uh, and he was mod by Rainer UFC fighter Anderson Silva uh, put his weight about while actor Ethan Hawke treated the crowd to some beautiful shin rollers from left back (laughs) (laughs) Rainer showed his usual tricks he used to do at Manchester City by losing the ball consistently in the centre circle doing it here to someone from Desperate Housewives (laughs) (laughs) I hope it was Terry Hatcher Rainer was a good player Uh, when I spoke to him afterwards he spoke highly of Joey Barton and Stuart Pearce but when I asked how it was playing with Bernardo Karate and uh, Giorgio Samaras for City in the mid 2000s his reply was um (laughs) 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 Corby Jones uh, Corby Jones Um, Corby Jones <laughs> the most cap player for the US national team was enthusiastic about the prospect of the Cosmos becoming an MLS franchise. Perhaps be. not by the projected date of 2013, but with their two US youth academies on either side of the American coast, hopefully producing future Cosmos soccer stars, he said that there are signs that the Cosmos might finally combine sustainability with the short-termism, which so dominated the boardroom of the Cosmos in the 70s and 80s. Mm. Hope everything is well back home, Mr. Goulding. They should enter that team into MLS. Just oh, now, like yeah. McEnroe and Bloom. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. Hatcher. <laughs> I don't think Bloom played, did he? He was there, but I don't think he, he was there. I think yeah. he, uh, no, can- he played. He, I think he played. I just don't think he was very good. Yeah, Cancelman should have been involved. He's busy. Right. In a helicopter Playing beach football, he's busy. Oh, yeah. Mm. Lovely stuff. God, New York Cosmos. Mm. Mm. Always welcome. Get, get them on the map. Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. And, uh, oh, today, uh, one of the best players of all time. 
And there's not many people you can say that about. Mm. Darren Moore. At least you didn't say Luke Moore. <laughs> um, oh my god, James or Jim has been banging on about this man since the start of time to get him in the in mm-hmm. the Dinwiddie Hall of Fame. Well, he's going into that. It's Johan Cruyff. I am oh. so excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> and I can here he you- comes. He's a man beater. <laughs> <laughs> Watch um, out, boys! He'll cheer you up. <laughs> Tim Lovejoy's favourite ever player, and yeah. can there be a higher accolade? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's um, not it's a bad <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave the final word to Tim Lovejoy. <laughs> 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 Music and chat. Everybody loved it. <laughs> Sorry, Owen. This is about one of the best players the game's ever seen. You. What, Tim Lovejoy? <laughs> Hijackers. Um, uh, oh, dear. Oh, playmaker, goal scorer. But uh, enough of Lovejoy. Uh, Cruyff was... <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Johan Cruyff. Um, oh, my goodness. He was born uh, on the 25th of April, 1947. 20 and a bit years before the summer of love. And it's his birthday this week. Oh, that's um, why he's in. Can you believe that? Yes. Hey, he's it's it's everyone, perfectly feasible. Everybody has one. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, like televisions. Um, he uh, ep- <laughs> Cruyff epitomised uh, total football. Mm. Mm. Who would disagree with that? Nobody, uh, an idiot. Exactly. <laughs> <Tim> <laughs> Lo- no. No, <laughs> He's been far too. Uh, uh, yeah, as I say, he was a playmaker, a goal scorer. He could play out wide. Just. Mm. That's the thing with Wherever Cruyff, isn't it? Because you think of him as being sort of like a midfielder, sort of like playing Attack in a kind of Zidane-style yeah. position, yeah. but he was technically a striker. That's it's right. just it didn't really matter where you put him. Really? Yeah, um, uh, yeah he was, he was uh, of course, he was born in Amsterdam, quite close to the Ajax ground. His mother was a cleaner at the club, and she persuaded the coaches to um, put her son in the, their youth development system. Oh, that's ruined it for me. Yeah. <laughs> son of a sweeper. Latent nepotism nonsense. Yeah, son of a sweeper. <laughs> Very good. Um, he made his Ajax debut at 17. Now, um, during uh, the, the sort of, uh, 50s and, and early 60s, Dutch football had been quite amateur really it was in the mid 60s it was kind of becoming professional but in 1964 Renus Mikkels a very influential coach indeed. well the father of total football mm. you know, along with said Jack, father, Jack Reynolds and people like that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he became the manager of Ajax uh, in 1964 uh, it was only about seven years later that uh, his team was the best in Europe <laughs> so um, yeah. it was a gr- massive transformation didn't they win three European Cups in a row they did yeah it's, it's incredible yeah. yeah well by 1968 they'd won a hat-trick of Dutch championships not um, even Nottingham Forest had done that no. they only won two in a row yeah. there's the level of the achievement we're talking about <laughs> exactly and now they're in the playoffs um, uh, <laughs> Ajax uh, oh, I mean you know I say they produced some great players back then they've always produced great players yeah absolutely uh, but, but back then was, was, was quite something and Cruyff of course, uh, Cruyff, uh, of course was the best one um, and uh, just the, I mean as you said James the level of his ability was incredible the, the Technical skills, his speed, yeah. acceleration, dribbling skills. I mean, he had everything. Cruyff had this really weird tendency to score goals where the ball looked like it would go over, and it would probably just a creep log. in under the under the crossbar. Yeah, yeah. Just, oh, it was great it a for lot, a didn't he? He'd lift yeah. it. He don't see, we always say you don't see any chips these days. He scored an amazing goal for Barcelona, which is. A, it's really famous, isn't it's it? It's about a six foot high back heel. Yeah. yeah. Mm. On the run, full pelt. It's different clubs. Full stretch. <laughs> Unbelievable. What do you think of doing that? No, exactly. That's exactly right, yeah. Um, the sports writer David Miller said this about Cruyff. He said, Few have been able to exact 
both physically and mentally such mesmeric control on a match from one penalty area to another he's, he's, he's the epitome of what people say about the truly great players where the, the very top players in history will control the whole game they'll yeah. control yeah. the whole yeah. pitch every Absolutely. player on the opposite yeah. Uh, side is aware of where they are mm. and Maradona was one of those and Cruyff was absolutely one of those mm. the, the, the Cruyff Town which I'm sure you'll come on to we'll we've got to put the video in of, of, of the most famous execution of that where yeah. the, the, the defender almost takes his own shorts off <laughs> he's so bad <laughs> he's sort of looking the wrong way his body's the other way it's yeah. like his, his blood's all been twisted yeah. out yeah. it's heads back to front afterwards it's never <laughs> yeah, the same so the again he's tied himself in an actual knot <laughs> and Cruyff's long gone you know yeah. there's nowhere to look it's like he's disappeared the defender actually thinks he's disappeared <laughs> it's absolutely it's crazy and and, and, it's, and the reason it's so good as well is because when you're, you fancy yourself as a bit of a player down the part of your mates or whatever and you mm. take on a few skills and then you pull off like a reasonably competent Cruyff turn yeah Almost like the Michael Jackson moonwalk. You think, oh, I quite fancy this. Yeah. You think, oh, yeah, that's all right. And you see them do it and you think, blimey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm doing an 8% Cruyff turn. Because yeah? <laughs> yeah. Jan Cruyff's Cruyff turn is a thing of absolute beauty. Mm. It's a thing of genius. Well, yeah, he was a genius. It's, oh, it, it's weird because a lot of times you see, yeah, <laughs> you see, um, see footage of Cruyff and he almost. He looks like he's winging it a bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then we'll just do something that's clearly so like it has been planned, sort of like four or five paces behind. Oh, it's yeah. just. Well, he, he, got, he famously he, said, "If if um if I if you start your run earlier, yeah, yeah, you you'll get there quicker, sort of thing." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah, before I'm what did else did he say? Before I make a mistake, I don't make that mistake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think yeah. I don't uh, apparently his quotes. He's got all these sort of funny quotes that they've been published in a book in Holland. You know, one well, one of his um one of the fam- that's my book of the week. <laughs> <laughs> one of the famous quotes um about when he was manager, I think it was at Barcelona, was he would say to players, um, "If I see a player sprinting full pelt, it's because he's not left early enough." <laughs> I like a glide. Yeah, exactly. but, well, very much so. He really did glide. He's very mm. graceful at times, yeah. you know. Um, uh, but yeah, so while he was at Ajax, of course, that this um, total football style of play was brought to the masses. As you say, it wasn't perhaps a new idea necessarily. I mean, the, the Hungarian side of the fifties yeah. would be and the Austrians before, as well before that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but but certainly they they brought it to the masses and. and Perfected it, one might say, or, or certainly the Dutch side of the '74 World Cup perfected it, really, and, and yeah. Cruyff almost sort of completed it. You know, he was mm. the. So it's such a shame he didn't win the World Cup, yeah, because yeah, yeah. that would have been amazing. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, the idea of total football, you know, the, the players play different positions. Anybody can slot in anywhere. Defenders become strikers. Strikers become defenders. Everyone's of a very similar ability. Yeah. It, it's just breathtaking, really. How and it um, makes perfect sense, by the way, as well. It makes perfect yeah. sense to train and coach someone into becoming a footballer not yeah. to, beco- not to be- become a left back yeah, or definitely. become, become yeah. a striker become a footballer yes. and master as much as you can yeah. and, and then play you- your best position and you're much more flexible and absolutely yeah. right yeah. And, and as you said earlier James Cruyff was seen as kind of like the centre forward to this system yeah. See, again to me he's an attacking midfielder but mm. He's, he's, he's all things to all men mm. and all defenders yeah. Um, but yeah he would often drop deep to, to kind of confuse the, the, the centre backs and move out to the wing and blah 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 and it just everywhere you know it was, it was very difficult to mark him I'd imagine uh, yeah, and I agree with that <laughs> <laughs> um, he had a very questionable temperament though didn't he 
had. <laughs> I think, I think he, he just, still comes out with some pearls. He? He's yeah, strange he for a Dutchman. But he, he, <laughs> ma- he massively rates himself. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think in his case, but he backs it up, doesn't he? That's the thing. Yeah. He's, well, he still pipes off now, but um, uh, yeah, he, I mean, he was suspended from the Dutch team for a year for one thing and another. And Wasn't that something really harsh, though? He, he got, got sent, sent off. off. He was the first player to get sent off for Holland and was banned for a year. It's insane. <laughs> that is <laughs> pissing on your own chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that really... He was also the first player from Holland to be voted European Footballer of the Year, which he, he, he won three times, I believe. Uh, but in 1973, after winning loads of things with Ajax, he joined up with... Um, uh, Rinus Michels, uh, who was at Barcelona, coach of Barcelona then, for a fee of which was in excess of 900 grand, which was a hell of a lot of money back then. Mm. His teammate Naiskins followed him, he was yeah. a player as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and, and they were at the Barcelona, and they joined Barcelona. It was kind of, um, uh, well, it wasn't kind of, it was after the season had started, and Barcelona were struggling. They were, they were down the table, and Cruyff's impact was. What was second? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <that's> right. <laughs> impact was just incredible. They finished as champions. It, it was instant. As soon as he yeah. took over, yeah. woof. Well, that's the thing with Cruyff, isn't it? It's like he's a huge part of why Barcelona play in the way they do. It's just yeah. an extension it, of his philosophy. Yeah, yeah. It's the, it, and Guardiola admits it. Yeah. Guardiola was the was the, the fulcrum and the linchpin of the midfield. The dream team. Manager there, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. yeah, totally. So yeah, I mean, just going back to it, he, they finished as champions in um, nineteen, I think it was seventy three, seventy four season, which included a five nil win against uh, Real Madrid. Which Sounds I think familiar. was in Madrid as well um, And that was the first time in 14 years Barcelona had won the league um, So this was in, in 1974 And of course then came the World Cup In West Germany The Dutch team were led by uh, Big Johan Cruyff himself And were just on a different level To the rest of the teams in that mm. tournament They brushed teams aside no, I mean, the In the run up to the final I think it would have been six games And they scored 14 goals and conceded one Comfortably <laughs> beat Brazil yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's got a lovely volley in that game. Brushed him well. aside. Well, they the, knocked, knocked Brazil off their perch. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and in, in, the, in the World Cup final, and we all know and that they, they scored a goal without Germany touching the ball. Yeah. Penalty, in the first minute. Which Nayskin's put but, away. It just, it's the most incredible start to a World Cup. But Germany did a really, really good number on them in the final. I mean, Bertie Vokes and one or two others really stifled them in midfield yeah. and made it very difficult for them. I, I mean, again, you know, we, we can't get sidetracked to what we're talking about, but the Germans, you can't. You can't write them off. You, you can't can. argue with them, you yeah. know? And if you do, then you're in trouble. Um, but it is a shame for football in general. It I, is. I, I'm not, mm. not, not going to be as bold as to say that even some Germans would agree with me, because they obviously yeah. wouldn't. No. But the rest of the world, yeah. that is, it's a real travesty. It's up there with Brazil, 82. Mm. Um, well, the mighty Mag yeah. is 54. Uh, England, 2002. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody would disagree. But, I mean, James, you, you were saying to me earlier that the Dutch... They went one nil up, and it was like they just started passing it around, and they just sort of just forgot. forgot to score again. Yeah. Basically, yeah, it's just it's incredible, really. Yeah, I mean, it was such a real bitter disappointment for them. Um, but they ended up losing two one, of course. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, do you know what? I think it was the first time since nineteen thirty eight they qualified for the World Cup. 38, 74. You see, the Dutch weren't a, a big footballing well, powerhouse. They're not a massively populous country, remember? Mm. No, it, absolutely. But it was until, like, as I say, the, you know, late 60s, 70s, really, mm. that they came onto the map. And, and Cruyff and all the, the, these guys, you know, and Mikels and so on, 
absolutely huge uh, yeah. part transformed him uh, to play for that now um, before the 1978 World Cup um, he won European Football of the Year for the third time but he kind of uh, prematurely retired and he didn't play in 78 which was a great show for, mm. for one reason or another um, so he finished there playing. are literally about ten theories as to why he didn't do yeah. it yeah. he himself says that um, there was a kidnap plot involving That's his family right. he, lots of people, other people say that his wife didn't want him to go because he was mm. a bit, allegedly a bit of a philanderer yeah. <laughs> I love that word and then he, I love, I love that also that Croy from the one or two others tried to turn it into a, oh no, it's a, it's a protest, a political protest yes. against the hunter yeah. in Argentina. I don't think I can't see that being the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the man who used to have two stripes in his Dutch strip instead of three because mm. he got his own sponsorship deal with Puma right, instead yeah. of Adidas. You know, he's a very much a lone wolf. Yeah. Even though ironically he played in total football, which is weird. Yeah, um, he played forty-eight games for Holland, scored thirty-three goals, which is a fantastic <laughs> record. Absolutely fantastic. Not an out-and-out striker. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that's great. Yeah. Even for an out-and-out striker, it's great. Yeah. You, you take that but yes yeah, so he probably truly retired and then he changed his mind in, in 1979 and he joined the Los Angeles Aztecs in the North American Soccer League Nazzle indeed it is or was uh, he also played for the Washington Diplomats I love that yeah. that's amazing I wish I played alright fair enough it was a red card <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, and uh, in 1981 he went to play for Levante who were um, obviously playing the, the Spanish he didn't get on that well second though, division at that time weren't they I think it was an odd move. It was an odd move, but he, yeah, he was only there for a, for a brief time, and then he rejoined Ajax mm. for a second spell, where he won a couple of Dutch champions. There was a thing about that because there was a lot of talk. That he was past it, you know, because he's had a couple of odd moves at the yeah. end. I don't know if you've seen the goal he scored on his return. It's, it's just this amazing chip <laughs> yeah. after he beat about three players. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Jesus, it's absolutely different class. Yeah, and he said there, there was another particular memorable moment. Was it? I don't suppose it was on the, the same game when it was a cold December day uh, and Ajax were, were in front they got a penalty and Cruyff uh, took the ball and he put it on the spot and instead of shooting he passed the ball yeah. to I think it was Jesper Olsen mm. and then he kind of dribbled towards the keeper and knocked it back to Cruyff and then he scored <laughs> obviously Henri and Perez tried this for Arsenal and, yeah, kind of and somehow got it wrong yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not that difficult but, uh, but it was just so innovative and, and, and Cruyff, said, Cruyff said about the incident he said well it was a cold day and the quality of the match was average we wanted to spice things up a bit and give people something to talk about I thought when he was at Levanta they got um, relegated the season he left oh really I, don't, I, just, I, just, I, just, I remember thinking, I remember reading about it a while ago and he said, I think he only played a few times for them and scored really? a couple but then it, just because he got annoyed he went to sign the final didn't he that's right yeah, yeah that's right yeah, he, he played with Hull at the final I think I think, I think yeah, they have crossed over I think so I think so yeah um, yeah 1984 that was that he, that he won the League and Cup double with, with Feyenoord he was pushing on by then I mean he'd have been about what 30 or not yeah, he was in his thirties. Yeah, and then uh, and then he went back to Ajax to manage the team in 1984. And uh, Danny Blint told a funny story. A great centre back, Danny Blint was um, t- t- was telling the story that uh, obviously a number of the Dutch players uh, who were playing for Ajax played for the national side, including Van Basten and, mm. uh, and some of these guys. And when they went to the to the national team um, setup, Blint said that. Uh, they used to come back to Ajax and, and I think they were basically would say to Cruyff it's not as good as it is here and yeah. you know we, there's a bit of trouble in the team with certain other players and, and Cruyff said look you've got to be the big boys in the national team so, yeah Ajax players he said uh, and Blint said he wanted us to force our will on the rest of the players and if there was a player in the team that didn't want to play um, play ball with us we needed to force him out of the team by ignoring him or giving him hospital balls uh, <laughs> and all this kind of stuff <laughs> the greater good yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's Cruyff was saying to, to his players be disruptive in the <laughs> national team 
<laughs> and, and, and I mean that you know and we wonder why Holland have always got problems you know, Jesus. Sort of thing. <laughs> that's great absolutely funny absolutely. that's why John Terry did that <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, and, and under uh, Cruyff uh, Ajax won the, the cup winners cup in, in, in 1987 now uh, funnily enough after some disagreements he left uh, in, in 88 to, to go and replace Terry Venables at Barcelona mm. and they uh, won the cup winners cup and, and as we said earlier, you know, he just revolutionised the side mm. with sort of free-flowing attacking style, and Pep Guardiola was a huge part of that team. And they won the the, the, the team became known as the Dream Team. Yeah, mm. that's an incredible player, isn't it? Stoichkov and Romario together, yeah. up front. Bacero, Guardiola, Kuman. Yeah, everyone Kuman. Yeah, they won the, was there. I think quite possibly. Um, they they won the '92 European Cup at Wembley. Yeah, yeah, um, and his influence is still there, as you, as you said. That attacking possession well, it's style, it's a four-three-three thing as well, isn't it? You, well, you can't what, change that at Barcelona. It's sacrilege. You, you I think, can't it, be a I man think of, Cruyff had something to do with that originally. Down influence. memory lane, but they're not beat Sampdoria in that final. They did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think Viali was playing for Sampdoria, but yeah, you can't go turn up to Barcelona as a manager and go. Well, I think we're going to play four four two this season. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not what we do here. <laughs> no, all right, Mike Bassett. We're doing four three three. Get on with it. One of the things that um, Sandra Rossell, the current president of Barcelona, well, Dave Bassett, which yeah, which, which did um, which which wasn't that popular, was he rescinded. Cruyff's life presidency didn't yes, he? Yes, he did. And Cruyff got annoyed about that. Didn't Cruyff say, "I don't want to be a clown in your circus anyway" or something? Is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dear, oh dear. Well, yeah, he he was incredibly successful at Barcelona. I think they won eleven trophies in eight seasons and won four uh, Spanish championships and, as I say, the European Cup and all sorts. But unfortunately, by the mid nineties, um, the, the, the things started to go a little bit wrong. They were knocked out the Spanish Cup by um, Betis who were a second division side at the time and, and, and that was followed by uh, a home defeat by Atletico Madrid and, and that was the first time in, in something like six seasons that they'd, they'd lost two successive games at the new Camp Sack him um, yeah well he was there for a couple more years but in 96 he also had a heart attack I think as yeah, well right. and mm. he had to stop smoking he substituted cigarettes for a lollipop for a lollipop yeah, yeah. I, I can remember seeing, yeah. seeing that yeah absolutely uh, and, and 96 that he was he was sacked sadly um, Bobby Robson um, took over but um, just well, when God shuts the door he opens a window eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's weird to think that Cruyff that incredible time at Barcelona which as we say we still see the effects very much so of now was was um, in between two Englishmen yeah, yeah. Venables and then Robson great it, it yeah. really is it really is odd he did say about the English game he said the great strength of the English game which worries all foreigners is its pace the quick movement of the ball but midfield carries the balance of every match so long as English teams allow themselves to be outnumbered in midfield they will not exploit their advantages it's exactly what Gary Ruth Nelson thinking. about the national team yeah saying that you need three in the midfield at international mm. level yeah well, yeah, a lot of people have said it I mean he's a real know-all as well Croy yeah. oh, I mean he knows yeah. he's correct he yeah. was the know-all yeah Appar- apparently when he was in, Mer- in America when he was playing out there he uh, he bowled up to one of the famous American football coaches really well renowned and started to lecture him on the tactical aspects of American football <laughs> 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 which was absolutely superb um, I mean since uh, not managing um, Barcelona since he left there he uh, has gone on to do a number of business ven- uh, ventures uh, he's got his Cruyff classics the, the trainers yeah uh, he um, <laughs> he was manager I mean you say manager they only play once in a blue moon of Catalonia the, of Catalonia yeah, that's yeah. right yeah uh, and he was <coughs> kind of uh, he's always in and around Ajax oh, I bet he a, takes that really seriously like, yeah. <laughs> I bet he's like David Brent at Ajax yeah. <laughs> I bet he's in there all the time playing with the printers and stuff <laughs> I'm not going to phone ahead <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, in 2007 Ajax decided to retire the number 14 shirt in, oh, in his honour big shout mm. there's an annoyed substitute I tell you um, mm. and in, in 99 uh, he was chosen as the best player of the century for, for Europe 
And we've got to get a couple of videos up on Real Madrid. What yeah. a player. What a player. What a player indeed. And, and uh, we'll, we'll leave the final quote to him, otherwise he wouldn't be happy. He said, um, with regards to his playing career, he said, We showed the world you could enjoy being a footballer. You could have a laugh and have a fantastic time. I represent the era which proved that attractive football was enjoyable and successful. <laughs> and I'm not going to argue with that. Here he comes. Ladies and gentlemen, Johan Cruyff. And not the full time. <laughs> Indeed, I'm well, that, sated. <laughs> well, that is the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you've had a lovely time. If you want to get in touch with us, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com, and the website, of course, is thefootballramble.com. Mm, we've got some blogs up, and uh, on the Ramble blog this week, I cry about Arsenal. Uh, Ramble <laughs> blog, new boy Terry Dufflin sings the praises of Schalke's Manuel, Manuel Neuer. Andy Brassel confirms the rubbishness of St. Pauli and Wolfsburg, which we mentioned last week, and James Appel dissects the departure of Spartak Moscow boss Valerie Carpin. Rupert Fryer explains the bizarre situations of River Plate and Olimpo, who are simultaneously vying for the title and battling relegation. It's really fascinatingly strange, that. Uh, Chris Nee looks at D-Beck's ref rage, and Mikhail Zakodny shines his light on the ineptitude of Legia Warsaw. So that is the Ramble blog. Get over there and have a look. Footballramble.com. Absolutely. Pete? Uh, every Friday, PFC encapsulating uh, Football Ramble Extra. Another ten minutes of Ramble. Can you imagine Sometimes that? Sometimes even twelve. PFC is cool as hell. No, 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 no. Mm, Arsenal. down a well. Jim is get worried about Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> and there's videos and cartoons and shit up there. So, yeah, it's all good. Cooking with Jens Lehmann was a particular highlight last mm, week. I enjoyed yes. that. <laughs> Me dressed up as Jens Lehmann in my kitchen. In a wig and some, some I think, some lines drawing your face with your girlfriend's mascara. Um, Eyeliner? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to use Sharpie this time. <laughs> no, 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 no. You've been told about that. <laughs> well, there we are. Uh, right then. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Easy. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. Uh, we're all off to apologise to Gigi Bacali. Ta ta. Starry eyes. Starry eyes. <laughs>